0: All right, guys, I got the crew from Banks and the host of the Truck Show Podcast. Jay, how the hell are you? I am outstanding. Yeah, no, things are good. Absolutely, man, good time here. Uh, Introduce yourself and tell us what you do over at Banks. I'm uh, Chris Lottani, I'm the engineering manager. Gotcha, now Chris, I've interviewed you before. Jay, we've talked before. Uh, We've never been to Diesel Power Challenge together. What do you guys think? I uh, I love bonding at this event, this is fun.
1: (laughs) Dude, this is great, and I, I kind of missed out on last year when there was a lot more smoke this year they are venting it out the ceiling so we're not choking uh but it's it, it's fun i am surprised right now what we're doing is we're watching the fuel economy right it's a fuel economy yeah. testing and the guys are really talented the uh the throttle and brake modulation is very tough i'm watching this and i would suck <laughs> these guys are really good I, I they're very few of the guys are um, basically it's a video game you're 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 it's a real life video game you the pedal on your truck, and then watching a screen and trying to match this arrow as it goes up and down these simulated mountains. It's, what's that? Flappy birds. (laughs) Yeah, it is Flappy birds, exactly.
0: (laughs) It's fascinating to watch these guys do this. Yeah, so it, it's a tough competition. I'll tell you what. Last year we saw a lot of guys crap out here. They just they couldn't get through it. Trucks were overheating. Uh, people seem to be a lot better prepared this year for stacking up in this competition.
1: Yeah, but it's not. It doesn't seem to be that um, hard on the truck. It seems to be it's hard and stressful on the
0: driver. No yeah yeah, um, absolutely I think this year we have a lot more trucks that were well suited to be up at elevation a lot of these guys got here on Sunday they practiced a little bit on the roads they got out they, they stretched the legs on the truck they knew how that how that turbo was gonna respond and you saw it early Brad Sankey uh, with eight violations that was a tough one man uh, and that's that big single last 480 I think kind of showing its nature there where I don't care how good of a driver you are you got to get the turbo to light and you got to stay on it
1: well Matt Matt Meyer with the uh, the uh, OBS Ford over here, I think he's got a big single as well, but he just knew how to modulate it. He really knew how, how and when to get into the throttle in order to overcome that. And he was having some issues with the, um, at, the, at the gear changes, but he, I don't think he had a single violation. He just knew his truck so
0: well. You know what I mean? He could overcome it. Absolutely correct. Also, this year, I think we're four, uh, four guys with zero violations. Last year, Cody Cody Pulliam had the best with only one violation.
1: Yeah, that's fascinating. So the violation explain it to me you know better because it's my first year here. It's basically if they go out so too much throttle or not
0: enough throttle, correct? You got it. Yeah, so there's a predetermined speed that you have to keep the truck at and then there's a window that you that gives you a little tolerance. You might be a mile an hour, 2 mile an hour above or below, but if you're outside of that acceptable tolerance, you get dinged. And you have to use the brakes, which
1: you don't really think about being on a dyno cuz you you see a dyno and you think, "Oh, hit the throttle." Give it all it's got, but no, this is very different. The guys, it's very easy on. And at, at a certain point, they're stopped. They're yep. just idling for I don't know, like thirty seconds.
0: And you go, really? This is part of the contest? <laughs> but it is. It's fuel consumption at idle as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you what, uh, from my experience on dyno, you never hit the brakes. Like that is a huge no-no. That's a great way to throw a truck off the dyno. The way they have this test set up, the way they have it strapped, the guys they're using brake and throttle together. So they're trying to keep the wheels moving. They don't want to. They don't want to hammer the brake and stop the wheel suddenly, that'll cause huge issues. What they want to do is bring that deceleration down at a very specific rate, and it's not, like you said, it's not just an idle rate. You can't just let off the throttle and let it drop in naturally.
1: Right, yeah. And, and these trucks are strapped and
0: chained. It's not moving.
1: <laughs> I mean, literally. They, I, you could turn this room upside down, and the truck would hang on the ceiling, you know?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, guys, thanks a lot for uh, talking with us, and we'll definitely be catching up with you throughout the week.
1: Yeah, this is going to be fun. We've got all kinds of data logs here, so Uh, Chris is over here crunching the numbers, and um, so what are you, they're all CSV files off the iDash data monster, so what are you using right now to extrapolate the data, Chris? Uh, We're just using a computer software program that, um, it's a universal one that opens up CSV files, and we're looking at things like uh, the compressors, how efficient they are, how much boost they're adding, uh, intercoolers, and we can get a good look at like single turbos versus compound turbos, uh, the pros and cons of each, so we're going to get a look at each vehicle and see
0: uh, you know, how they're performing at this event. So this iDash monitor is something I've been really excited about. I'm really excited to see it implemented here at the Diesel Power Challenge with big street trucks. I mean, that's really what this is. We're not allowed to have, you know, backhaft cab, you know, or tube, tube and chassis trucks. These are daily driver trucks. So it'll be interesting to see what type of data we pull out and how we also use that data to look at these trucks and make decisions about where do we go in the future. Yeah. A lot of these guys don't really know what their trucks are doing. They don't know what their turbos are
1: doing. They just keep bolting on bigger and bigger equipment and they really don't, Understand what it's doing. They don't know if the temps are going up, or you know, is there is the turbo working against them in many cases? So the, the data monster will tell them that. And it's to that end, we have a contest going on right now. It's called the "Are You Mad, Bro?" contest. <laughs> Mad meaning manifold absolute uh, density, manifold air density. I'm sorry, manifold air density and Um, We're looking for the best manifold air density, the best turbo air density, and the best intercooler air density, and we censored these guys up so there's temp and pressure sensors before and after each of these devices, and we can see the in and the out, and we can tell which one of these units is performing best and which guy is using that piece
0: of equipment to the best of their ability. It's pretty fascinating. Absolutely. Now, I've talked with Gail before about manifold air density and mad versus bad and topics like this. Chris, tell me, um, have you seen any surprising data as you've been watching the data logs today? Uh, not too much today. Today's kind of just setting up everything and making sure everyone's got it all configured properly um, since we're just doing some kind of uh, fuel
1: economy testing. But tomorrow, we're going to see some uh, true power numbers from these guys. So. A lot, of these, a lot of these guys have not never used gear like this before I mean they're like really I need all these sensors like if you want the data yes I mean you can't just guess I need temperature and pressure everywhere right. So that's, well, that's what we're doing, so Chris is out here walking the guys through, some of them are really, like Matt, who the OBS, he was dialed in, he had every sensor, he had the iDash dialed in, we needed to do nothing on that. Some of the other guys are like, well, I kind of know how to do it, and they're not as familiar, so Chris is over there just walking them through the configuration, set it up, it's pretty easy, um, going over the, the routing of the cables, all that stuff, the basics, and now they're out here and they can pull the data. and. Literally, at in, in a touch of a button, they're data logging. They pull the micro SD card, they hand it to Chris or they or their their tech who's ever
0: with them, and we're looking at the data within moments. That's awesome. Well, man, I'm excited to see the data. I'm excited to talk more about it. Thank you guys so much. This has been Paul Wilson. Yeah, and uh, Jay from Banks, and Chris. Thanks so much for listening.